You know what that means. It's the good movie alert. Oh, oh. my God. We finally got another one. It feels like forever. Or at least a good Disney Channel original movie. Because welcome back to A Whole New Pod, the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. I am your host and decider of whether any of these movies are good or not, Lucas Melby. And I am Jacob Telejohn. And... Social media manager, Dustin. And yeah. Fair fair introduction. <laughs> yes. Mr. Twitter himself calling his shots again of saying, I want to be on Minutemen. Minutemen. <laughs> and we we didn't know why you picked this movie. I We're... didn't know either, but the poster looked cool. Yeah, <laughs> and the movie... Definitely look up the poster. It. It's, it's one that <laughs> caught my eye for years now at this point of... Because, you know, you type in Disney Channel original movies or whatever, there's some random Google results that pop up and ones that you'd expect, Halloween Town, Xenon, whatever. But then you get like uh, Minutemen, you might get Ring of Endless Light and be like, what the fuck is Ryan Merriman doing on the cover of this movie? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Twitch is too. Not a good episode. Not in not, a good headspace during movie. that episode. Not a good movie. Not a good episode. Establish that. Sure. Yes, it was a great episode. Better than the Johnny Capahal episode. What, what, that's actually, yeah, that, oh. let's get down to that, Dustin. What was your take on that episode? Um, it seemed pretty chaotic, I think. Um, I don't know. I think Sam's kind of overbearing. Sam sometimes. didn't even drink for that episode. Oh, no. <laughs> kind of I don't know if we said that. Steps out of bounds sometimes, but yeah. that's just kind of who he is, too. So. He's full of surprises. We never know which Sam we're going to get. Sam. Are we going to get cool Sam? Cool guy Sam? Are we going to get IMDB Sam? Oh, <laughs> just no. let's say movie names and stuff that's related to those movies, which you'll be getting some of that from me this episode. Yes. A lot of homages in this in this film. But similar to when we did Twitches 2, Friday night right now. Struggling with struggling yeah. with new glasses. Birds. I was struggling with new glasses last Birds week. These prescriptions high. not working out for me. No energy drink this time. Energy bars, though. You should have. I, Jacob's I, got the energy. I am. I'm Jacob bringing it to Jacob had a whole full sugar Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pecky. He is locked in and veins. fucking ready. He's about to just randomly punch Dustin in the <laughs> face. <laughs> So let's just get into it. Minutemen. Why, or, and why is this the best movie we've seen in like a year? Well, Minutemen, I was going to say more like Minutemen. That's what they called Jacob Teljohn in bed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Minutemen. That's like how much Dustin's going to talk on this podcast. <laughs> These are good. Yeah. These keep, are keep good. Going. Minutemen. More like I only want to watch a second of this movie. Nah, that's not some, true. I some like, self, I like self-deprecation, yeah, Lucas. Self-deprecation. Do it for yourself. Minutemen. More about how much anybody's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Total. Uh, oh, Minutemen, though. Fun movie. Fun movie. Yeah, a good movie. Not a perfect movie. Surprise! I don't, <laughs> don't want to don't want to overhype this well, too I much. No, I there's I, parts. There's a lot I like about this movie. Yes, and but even the stuff that doesn't work out super well, I can see what they were going for, and I kind of like what they were going for. They just yeah. don't always reach what they could have achieved. So remake this one, Disney Channel. Are are you more drawn to this, Lucas, because it's a high school movie? Yeah, J- where Jacob is drawn movies. to magic movies, magic I'm drawn to high school movies. Yeah. With magic or science in them, sure. But let's get into it. Opening shot, 
we get real nice money shot establishing this school. I think it's like Summerton or something. Yeah. Most important thing though is there's a big Bighorn Ram statue. You see that many, many a times throughout the film. It's a great focal point. I believe this school, like, seems to be a lot of Disney Channel original movies, is in Utah. Utah just, uh, they got like, that's where, like, the high school musical. I thought it was California. Uh, I mean, I'm just going off of IMDb trivia, so. Later on in the movie, I saw a California license plate. Okay. Well, so maybe the school is in Utah, but, like, other parts are filmed in California. Okay. Uh, But, like, the high school musical high school is in Utah. Good catch. So I assume this statue is real, but they also use it a lot in the movie, so it could be a prop. I don't know. We're introduced to our main character, Virgil. He's coming off the school bus. Virgil, played by Jason Dolly? Dolly, who's another Disney, he was in movies. Read It and Weep, and I don't know why I didn't pick up on it in that movie, but he's also one of the main characters in Cory in the House, which yes. I should have remembered yes. because I have watched the majority of the Cory House episodes. That's right. Uh, but he's kind of like he's not. He's like the cool friend, but he's kind of he's kind of goofy in that, <laughs> and he's kind of like that in this, I guess. But he has a friend, at least at this point. It's the first day of their freshman year of school. And he's there with his friend Derek, who is played by Steve McQueen's grandson. Wow. Who I guess is also in the Vampire Diaries. And they meet up with the love interest, Stephanie. Don't remember her name. I think she might be in Wizards of Waverly Place. But what I know her from is the villain of the Bratz movie from 2007. Speaking about high school movies. (laughs) The Bratz movie? It's not a good movie, but it's like... It's a good bad movie. There's a lot to enjoy about the Bratz movie. I am surprised you have seen it. A podcast I listened to, a a bad movie podcast. They did a a commentary track of it. That was very funny. Gotcha. Uh, Start of this movie, I rightfully picked up on, I'm like, I feel like they're going to do a flash forward, or not a flash forward, just a jump in time, because all of these characters, they're supposed to be freshmen, but like the girls got pigtails yeah that was, that was uh, virgil's got braces and i'm like the actor doesn't have braces so it all felt like they were playing down to an age that they definitely weren't and yes. we'll shortly get a three-year time jump so i turned to dustin and said i was right <laughs> this is the only time travel that happens in this movie is the three years later title card i was kind of confused because they go to football practice yeah. Well, there's like a bunch of stuff going on. There's football practice. It also looks like there's like a track practice going cheerleading, on. Cheerleading. Cheerleading going on. Yeah, there's like a bunch of different and Virgil, after, after school activities. Virgil's yeah. just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he? He doesn't. He's, he's just, just there. I think. I don't know if he. I don't he's think probably, he's, he's probably watching what's her name practice. He maybe. was, but I I, he was yeah. with like a group of people and I don't know what they were doing. But we get introduction to not the best character in the movie, but the best uh, named character in this yeah. movie, Charlie Tuttle. Tuttle. Tell us about Charlie Dustin. Charlie Tuttle, uh, I don't know, he's a l- probably younger than he... He might actually be the age he's supposed to be playing. He could yeah. be, yeah. yeah. But, um, he's, he's, he's the shortest character in the in the movie, probably. Yeah, like a little Spitfire type dude. Yeah. Comes, comes a-blazing onto the, the Ro- football field. On a rocket-boosted... On a, yeah. I don't know. It's like a gator, or, or I, I don't know. Uh, golf cart with all the top, pretty much, wasn't it? It's yep. something. Uh, but yeah, there's something sciencey because it's got a big jet in the back. And I think Derek, who was practicing quarterback, was not doing well with landing passes to his uh, teammates, just sinks a shot to knock Charlie off of this vehicle. But, but only after Charlie's like ran through people, he's caused a lot of mayhem. He's killed a man. 
You would think he killed a man with the reaction that comes from the football players where they just all swarm onto him and... Then they start like having like a mosh pit with him after he's getting knocked off of his his cart. Like they're throwing him around. They're and I beating Charlie him. Charlie is Virgil. Virgil, yeah. Charlie is Virgil's neighbor, and I think Virgil somehow stands up to Charlie at this point. And then they start to attack Charlie too. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. very strange. And they both wind up hanging from the ram. They've been made up to look like girls. Yeah. And- Oh, what a fateful day. We don't see how they get down or how they got up there because they're, you know, uh, 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 unexplainable. And then, I already said it, fast forward three years into the future. Yeah, and they're still hanging up there. Charlie Tuttle (laughs) and Virgil show up to school. They're now BFFs. Yeah, besties. Seems that there's been quite a change for how Virgil's high school life has gone because... We see Derek and Stephanie. Ooh, they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. And Derek's a cool jock football player. Yeah. And where's Virgil sitting at lunch? With the nerds. With, He's sitting at Jacob and Dustin's yeah, table. Yeah. Smashing apples. I feel like we've talked about your guys' table before. We definitely have talked about the one-hit wonder. Yeah, we talked about one-hit wonder. I don't know if we Absolutely. established The that. Mount Carton debacle. Yeah, we did That's that. talked about. I, I think I mentioned how, like, Jacob... In my opinion, and I wasn't the coolest person, but I always view Jacob as pretty low on the totem pole in oh, high school. And he still does. And that Teljohn was still bullying like kids at his table. There was a kid that they would pay to eat gross concoctions, which I think was maybe a common thing. It, you know, it seems to be something that comes up in movies, but what would you guys do, like? Classic condiment mixing. Yep, and, and then yeah. chocolate milk and some hot sauce. Yeah, some ketchup, just make everything. Peanut butter. All the extra food and stuff. We would just throw it on. I mean, we could, yeah. we could go into you guys being like proto-catfishers <laughs> to oh, one oh, of the yeah. guys at your that table. That was good. That's but true. as I said, late on Friday night, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> uh, but this is kind of the table that uh, Virgil's at. He's there with Charlie. The cool kids, yes. And... Was it Clarence or no Chester? Chester, Chester, Chester who is essentially Steve Urkel. He's a black kid yeah, with glasses. Yeah, hundred percent. That was who he was. And then there's another character. character, but we'll hold that character's name for a little bit longer. Virgil's looking over and seeing Stephanie kind of macking on Derek, but he gets an opportunity to go talk to her when she heads over to the cold drinks vending machine, and. You know, it's kind of a cute little conversation. He's yeah, he, awkward, but, you know, they're childhood he, he, friends or something. Yeah, well, he's, he's giving her shit. He's like, like, what did he say about the Coke? At, I can't remember what the... He's he, like, you could shine a penny yeah, by you using Yeah, you put a penny soda. in there and it'll it'll make it shine. She's, and he's it's like, even worse than Napoleon Dynamite saying, <laughs> do you drink 1% because you think you're fat? <laughs> and then she's like, well, I'm actually... you be drinking whole if you want. She's like, I'm, I actually think I'm going to drink this. He's like, oh... Ugh, but so it's supposed to be, I don't know, that he's so sciencey, but he can't relate to the the pretty girl. Yeah. I failed to mention this, the introduction. This is also when we established they're like friends, though, still. Yeah, childhood friends. Yes, because they, yeah. That like, classic throughout the movie, trope. they talk about different little stories from their childhood and what have But you. I forgot to mention the introduction of the best character in the movie. Oh. As they're coming into school, they happen upon cool kid Zeke rolling up on his motorcycle wearing leather but he's still wearing a helmet for safety (laughs) and probably for legal reasons assless chaps and Zeke is played by Nicholas Braun is that a familiar person who I know from he plays cousin Greg in succession which you guys don't watch but it's an amazing show it's very popular 
in succession he plays a very kind of dopey or just like very like socially like awkward character. character the same character does Zeke come off as dopey and socially awkward no he's a badass on a motorcycle he's I supposed don't... to be the cool guy I, I i think he's socially awkward i don't know he gets he gets a couple girls without even trying that is true <laughs> I compare him to like Michael Sarah in Arrested Development, but within Succession. And I could go for my whole character analysis comparisons of characters from Arrested Development to Succession, but that's a. I'll do a Twitter. He's like a John Bender. <laughs> a John Bender? The Breakfast Club. Yeah, and that, he's the cool guy in that movie. Hmm. Who's cooler than him in that movie? He's Andrew. the one who talks shit to Molly Ringwald. And, Andrew's uh, pretty cool, but he's an asshole. But John Banner's an asshole, though, too. Yeah, I mean, he gets with Molly Ringwald because he's so cool. That's true. Anyways, so we've got we've got all our main characters established, including Chester, who is surprisingly influential for the plot of a this lot. movie. He's in the movie a lot. He might be the fourth most popular uh, character. No, that's that... Um, oh, that's the, the little sister. The, 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 no, the, the, the Asian... Brenda Song-type cast uh, character. Jeanette, who... Should have been Brenda's song. She, I think, shows up at lunch here, too. She's a weird girl who has a fascination almost uh, within the anime sphere. Yeah, senpai. A yandere, where she is so obsessed with the character to the point of, like, possessiveness and potential violence to that person. Because she calls him... Her her thing throughout the whole movie is she calls... Um, what was it? Charlie, 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 Charlie Tuttle, like different bird names. Yeah, and it's never established. Tuckle, Chickadee, Chickadee, Kookaburra. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. But it's like, never established why she even likes Charlie at all because he's she's cute. largely unlike. No, <laughs> she's just weird. There wasn't any girls like that for me in high school. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But I also wasn't. They were too four intimidated by you, Lucas. Yeah, you're too. <laughs> That's what I always told myself. <laughs> yeah. So we've got our main cast set. The day goes on. There's a funny sequence, or I don't know. I thought it was funny. Uh, Virgil in class and Charlie Tuttle. We always have to refer to him as Charlie Tuttle. Tuttle. He's the Chaz Anthony of this movie. Yeah. (laughs) He shows up and pulls Virgil out of class. The teacher allows it because it's for an AV club emergency. Correct. He gets brought to, like, the computer lab where uh, Charlie has enlisted all of the nerds to just type away at computers. Yeah. And then he's like, like hey, look, I've created a viable simulation of practical like time travel. Him. Like, these people, like, pray to him. He's like, they're God. <laughs> yeah, they call him Commander Tuttle. Yeah, Commander Tuttle. <laughs> and I thought, and we do kind of figure out how he's done this, but I love that just, like, First 15 minutes of this movie, they don't give a fuck. It's not, oh, he accidentally discovers time travel. He just figures out time travel and he's a 14-year-old kid. And I'm like, this is a fun direction for DCOMs to go in of just like... I know that there's a lot of like future crazy science kind of movies like yeah. make a better boyfriend or some shit like that. Yeah. So this was dumb, but it was fun. And yeah, he's it got some fun. simulation about how to make time travel work and Virgil's like no that's crazy not let's not do that uh but he eventually i don't know gets one over for it but they need to find a good engineer yes Mm -hmm. this is where they who do they find dustin they recruit uh zeke Zeke. because he knows motorcycles he knows how to weld yeah he's in the shop class all the time yep then they bring him to, I think, their house. Virgil's house. Yeah. That's Virgil's where we meet house. Virgil's little sister who 
she's younger than Charlie Tuttle, but she sounds like a normal teenager. <laughs> and it's very off-putting. She always has different weird little outfits on, I think, throughout the whole movie. And in this, well, she's in like three scenes. And in this scene, this is where it's more hit on that, like, well, for me, it's difficult to read Nicholas Braun as Zeke as like a scary guy because of what else I've seen him. And he also plays a minor role in Sky High, which is another Disney yeah. connection for him. But this is where he's, you know, threatening to beat up Charlie and whatever uh, we also learn about, which this is weird because this is Virgil's house. But then Charlie's cat, Albert Felinstein. He's everywhere. He's <laughs> yeah. everywhere, though. Yeah. They go. True. We do establish this. But somehow they persuade him. I don't really know how. And we got the crew all together. So they start to work stuff out. They have like blueprints all laid out. I don't know if that's what they stole. And yeah, Zeke says like, yeah, I think this will actually work. Uh, We just need a lot of power and we need a secret spot to do this. Yes. It was kind of a funny scene, but I didn't really pick up on the significance. But I think they go to the vice principal to ask for access to like the school's basement which is underneath the football field. Yeah. Which is funny because our high school had an underground track below our football field and it had like legendary status of being like, oh, we, there's an yeah. underground track, but it's shut down because of asbestos and yep. people wouldn't yeah. like believe it. And the only time I went, or we, didn't we go down there for CPR or something? I, I went down there once. I was in a photography class and we were supposed to take pictures in a class and we... Uh, Ron took us down there. He took us like oh. underneath the pool area, all these different like. Oh, you got mesothelio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some rooms that we would go down there for. Uh, well, we didn't practice wrestling, but we went to like the wrestling room for yeah, maybe CPR or something. Yeah, the CPR. Uh, but yeah, it was. I think I wrote like a a parody news story about you the did, underground or somebody track. Somebody did, uh, or maybe it was a different guy. I don't remember what I said in it, though, so it must not have been oh, that funny. I remember that article, though. But yeah, as I said, legendary status, but this scene with the vice principal, we didn't look up what he was from, but he's like a dweeby, bald guy, but he's kind of let his power go to his head. He's like, well, I might have been a nerd in high school, but now I'm all about maintaining the status quo. And, 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 and this and, is all happening as he's trying to use the vending machine and who is inside this vending machine. Chester, the Chester. nerd. somehow, <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, aren't you going to get Chester out? And he says, hey, it's not my place. Natural selection. My dollar doesn't work either. <laughs> Somebody's got to be put in vending machines. And yes, do you guys have change for a dollar? And that's how they get access, I think, to the underground basement is that they give him four quarters because of the dollar, which seemed perfectly flat and without any issues. They're not able to go into the vending machines. This vice principal, he's also familiar from, um, he also plays like the, the principal in the Phil of the Future um series so that's where i recognize him from but i guess he's also a voice actor in uh like the emperor's new school um crocs new groove and some other disney stuff so what's his name jp manoy manai m-a-n-o-u-x this is all i've cut this all (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know i mean i dare you (laughs) he's familiar uh so then they get access to the track and then they have a whole montage of getting stuff ready I believe this is set to an Alley and AJ song that's got a kind oh, of shoot. good beat he's, to it. He's actually the voice of Cusco. I didn't know that. That's not in the in that show, but in actual The Emperor's New Groove, that's David Spade. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. I'm just telling you that I'm pretty sure it's David Spade. Look that up, actually. 
It says Cusco, J.P. Minot, Patrick Warburton as Croc, and John Goodman as Pacha. No, John Goodman came back. Yeah. Uh, look up the look up the original. <laughs> I no, I, I think you are right. I just want to know. Lucas likes to be told he's right. No, I think. Well, you I are would check, right. but I got I got like a show to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it is David Spade. Okay. But I'm, yeah. now this is all staying in. <laughs> uh, then just have a functional time travel machine, but they're all too scared to use it, and mm. they power it up. It's this amalgamation of like motorcycle parts and. There's like a slide projector. Like there's like a lot of shit because yes, computers and batteries, and yeah, like handlebars and yeah. We see, like you said, you see that big montage of them stealing all the electric things they can. They're mm-hmm. stealing the the microwave, microwave with the food in it, and that was that was a fun scene. It was the best. That was a fun that. scene. The guy goes <laughs> to get his coffee, and they steal the microwave, and he loses his bagel, and he's very confused, and he's. But they're all too scared. They they power up the machine. It's just the Jacob loved the the twister effect. I loved that. I, I thought it was one of the better of effects it. we've seen in a decom. First movie, two thousand eight, by the way. So maybe hey, Barack Things Obama are... became president, and uh, decoms <laughs> yeah. got really good special effects. Things are heating up. Uh, but yeah, the effect was cool, and it was, it was but they were all like... too scared to go into it. So they. Yes. Albert Felinstein, the cat, is up for some reason in the school's basement. And Zeke sees it, or right? Zeke just, like, throws him in. Yeah. And then the cat comes out on the other side. Well, important note, the cat has a, a, like a, watch, a, a watch Some sort yes. of watch on its collar or yes. leash or whatever. Which They throw the cat in with the leash still on it, and then it gets spat back out, covered with snow. Mm-hmm. Which, which is, actually... They notice that the clock is one minute behind. behind. I don't think that makes any sense. See, I think they can go back. See, uh, but my, the clock, my original thought was they can go back a day and a minute. That clock is just wound on its own. It's not attached to, like, the fucking... Some greater timeline. So, really, I don't think the clock should have actually gone back in time. But that's where yeah. the title got its its name from. Well, they, they, they haven't, they haven't no. dubbed themselves the Minutemen yet. No, not yet. But I think that's why, because it was the one minute the cat went back in. So they've had successful time travel with the cat. At, at this point, they're the snowsuit guys. No, they're nothing at this no, point. Only true. the cat they, has gone through. They just have snow true. attire on. Yes. But cut Winter to here. some yes. research center nearby where they, I think, are detecting like seismography or something. A very large man. Yes, there's a, a very... Very This is the most unfortunate character in the man. movie is this huge fat Thick. guy. Who complains about snacks all the time <laughs> and turns out to just be a total dumbass. <laughs> but he, uh, he, has a, he has a cohort, too. Uh, he has a what? A co- cohort. Oh, I thought you said he has a cold heart. I'm yeah. like, I don't think he was mean. <laughs> but yes, he's, he's kind of downplaying this alarm that's going off. But he has another researcher with him who's like, no, this is some serious stuff. So we're already getting, hmm, maybe there's some greater butterfly effects going on with this. Uh, Virgil talks to Stephanie in the library. We are kind of picking up on that Derek is a bad boyfriend. Because he's, he's really bad. Talking about getting tutored by another girl. But he's he, he might be the worst boy, f- like like evil evil boyfriend. Well, there's not seen. often very many evil boyfriends. No, that's so. what I'm saying. He might be the worst that we've seen in a decal. Maybe, but but it's kind of like this underlying kind of thing. They don't like you know. They just kind of give you little hints at it. This guy is kind of like. I don't think it's like super subtle. You know, in the conversation Stephanie has with uh, Virgil, she says, "Hey, you know, let Derek slide. He was really sorry about what happened three years ago. He didn't want all the 
the football players to pile on you. Remember that. Or did he? <laughs> so then they decide, okay, now since the cat didn't die, we're all okay to go back in time. But since the cat had snow on it, I don't know. Did we say that the cat had snow yes, on it? Yes, the cat was covered with snow. I was checking something on my computer. There might have been some glitch in the system, so there might be like yeah. a five seconds of podcast <laughs> that got cut out. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I guess at least I was curious why the cat was covered in snow, and so I. It's th- largely it, it, not actually clear why. <laughs> no, it's very strange. The last time they go through time at the very end of the movie, we see snow in like the in the portal time tunnel sort of thing. I I, I think the only reason they they did this is because they had some cool white snowsuits they wanted to use, and this They're is the cool. only this yeah. is the only way they could explain to use them. But they just have normal winter attire right now. They hop through, and their immediate plan is to go enter the lottery. They go to the I think the Local. winning numbers from the next day. Yes. Uh, they go there, but they aren't old enough to buy a ticket. So you what know, do they do? They they got to resort to Mr. Roboto outside, <laughs> who's painted like when I was out in California, I remember seeing a guy in like gold and a mm-hmm. guy in silver. And this yeah, it's a pretty well established yes. thing. They don't. He's just a living statue. Correct. But for whatever reason, they call him Robot Man. Yeah. And whenever he moves, there's some disembodied cool <laughs> yeah, love that. stuff going on. And they say, hey, Mr. Robot, you got to buy this ticket. And he's like, you going to pay me? He doesn't say that, though. He tips. like motions. He's like, tips. I want tips, tips, tips. So then I don't know why they have to leave. Yeah, I, because they, he was taking too long. They had stuff to do. They, <laughs> yeah, I, they did say something. They said, "Oh, we'll be back later." To get they're the probably ticket. like afraid that their time was like running out. Maybe okay. and, uh, it's not clear, but they have to leave, and they say, "We'll meet you tomorrow." Uh, so before they thought, "Oh, maybe the cat only went one minute back in time," but actually, it's a day and a minute back in time. So they're the day previous, and now they're like, "Hey, we'll come back tomorrow." To get the money or get uh, get the ticket from you or whatever. But yeah, I don't know why they had to leave so suddenly. Because they aren't doing any rescue stuff at this point. So they come back. We see that the researchers have gotten another blip on their system. Uh, then they go to the supermarket or whatever. And everybody's there celebrating that robot man <laughs> has won the lottery. Yeah, and the guy never gives them their money. No. He doesn't give, give them a portion. And he still is Robot Man the rest of the movie. It's like, dude, I don't think you need to do this anymore. Because we we, we do see him in at least another scene later on. So then, possibly the most pivotal scene in the movie. Chester, a.k.a. Steve Urkel, done with a shower in gym class. He goes to his locker. And the the bullies have stolen his clothes. And for whatever reason, he thinks it's a good idea to leave the locker room with just a towel. What is he going to do? around his waist and then some dude snatches it right off him and he's nude he's just <laughs> naked after we see a sign and the that kid says who no runs up to him to chewing. take the towel off like doesn't even he has gotten just like a blank stare i i didn't even think he was gonna do it he just seemed like he, he was did it. running in the background and then he just did it and the he seems to be bullied by like some skater dudes or and some like the, the principal and they look like 30 years vice old. principal says something to him. He basically was like, hey, that's just, that's how it goes, you know? That's You're, just how oh. the bullshit goes. Oh. <laughs> You're a nerd. You get de pantsed or de toweled or whatever. Yeah. And this will set in to course 
bad stuff to happen. So, yes, <laughs> this is the start of them wanting to use their powers for good because originally they were going to go back and try to get the numbers again to try to win the lottery again. They're like, no, no, we can't do that. We got to, that'd be cheating. They say, oh, that'd be cheating. We can't do that. Well, I don't know why they think that's cheating, but they were literally, I'm pretty sure, cheating to start with. But well, well, yes, this is, Charlie was saying that. Though. Yeah, he, he I know. Say, we'll <laughs> Charlie has. We need to use our powers for good. So that's when they get yes, the idea to go help. morals sometimes. And this is where they come up with the mission statement of the Minutemen. To do good. Not to be confused okay. with the proto-Watchmen and Watchmen. The first group of superheroes was called the Minutemen. Uh, no more jokes about Jacob Telegon. Huh? <laughs> uh, they are going to use their powers for good, or the time travel powers for good, to go back in time and... Try to fix stuff. Fix stuff. But this time, the uh, what's the Asian girl's name? Jeanette. Jeanette is on their like join their team pretty yes. much. So actually, I think that's yes. what it is. Is all their other times they have Jeanette there to maintain or open up the portal the or portal. something? Correct. Whereas the other time, like maybe the portal was going to close on them, and that's why they oh. had to leave Robot Man behind. Yep. I don't know. So, yeah, Jeanette's on their team now, and she's like, well, if you guys are going to be on the team, you have to have a cool, cool. uniform. And this is where the snowsuit guy's outfits comes in, the one yep. that we mentioned with the poster. That you yeah, see definitely it. look up the poster for this movie. The white. It sold Dustin on <laughs> it. Yeah. It did, yeah. It, it, but all, you, all three they're, very, like big, they're very stylish. They look like... Yeah. Uh, you because know. her father just purchased the snow. Yeah, apparently skiing Jeanette's yeah. Uh, yes. dad is super rich. We don't see a single parent in this <laughs> no, entire no. movie. No, just children. Uh, the snow suits are kind of something you could see like James Bond wearing, or yes. I think even at the he end of does. In, in Inception, the the snow suits that some of the people wear in that looking pretty snazzy. And she's always she's always in like you know like good outfits, I guess you could say. And snow's fashion. They roll up or. Roll through time. They, they, they jump in, into time. They, they jump, jump through it. time. Literally, they jump off a diving board into the portals. And then how do they write this wrong, Dustin? Um, well, the bullies have the Chester's clothes, so they're like, well, if you have their clothes... They're like, don't go well... naked! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, take these uh, cool swaggy clothes, and you'll look like... I don't know, Jay-Z back in the Biggie day. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> so he's like dressed up with all like full-on baggy jeans. He's and looking like pretty full And, like and the, the boys are like, y'all, you're supposed to be naked. <laughs> yeah. What like, are you like, doing? But like everybody's like so, looking at him like he's cool now. He's yeah, because that, that changes his like ego and everything. Yeah. yeah, and he just, he rolls with it and then it's like, you punk ass bitch. Yeah, <laughs> no, he doesn't say that, but. Like, like he's, he's rude to the boys that, helped him uh like later on yeah not quite yet he's just i thought you know it could have just been like a one-off he's like gig. oh he's like all oh, those old rags you keep them i was gonna burn them anyway <laughs> oh yeah you know they also so, on the way and, out that they're running out point, of the yeah stool, we don't know if there's a negative yet well, as they're running out of school impact. they wreck the vice principal's 20 year oh, achievement award that is true <laughs> which yes, is a model is the first, of the school the butterfly effect begins so then uh, Immediately, the vice principal is on the lookout for what people dub the snowsuit guys. Yes. Then we meet the other best character after Zeke and maybe Chester, who is Eugene von Hoserberg. Or <laughs> yeah. Hoserberg. He works at this burger restaurant <laughs> that I don't remember if it... They show the sign, but I'm pretty sure burger it should time. be called Burger Time. I There's don't know if like it actually is. There's like a thousand is. clocks 
in this place. It doesn't look like a burger restaurant. It looks like Central Perk or something from Friends. <laughs> uh, but it seems to be the cool hangout spot for all the teens. Only kids here. The only kids yeah. work here. There's no adults. It's like Culver's. There's like three, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's like three adults in the whole movie. Uh, Jocelyn, I think, who is the girl that Derek is likely cheating on Stephanie with. Remember those characters? Yes. She and, goes and, up to Eugene and says, hey, bring us some food. <laughs> and he's like, oh, she wants the... The D. Yeah, she wants the Eugene. She wants the Oh. <laughs> and then he goes, and somehow they purposely... Spilled water. Yeah, there's a somebody who had just cleaned there, so there's a wet floor oh, sign. Yeah, yeah. But then they removed the wet floor sign. It's like, did they plan that there was going to be a wet floor sign there? So they pulled that away, and Eugene slips and dumps all the food on himself. So much condiments. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. He's Very a saucy boy. burgers and stuff. And they laugh at him. Yeah. And Zeke is there. He sees And he's this, like, yes. got to change that. Got to do it for good. It's not right. <laughs> it's not right. No. So here, here, next scene, we see him running in, all suited up. And they catch him, the save him from spilling everything. It lands on the table, but then he hits like a mop, mop somewhere. And, and the mop is soaking wet. The, the one that just cleaned the floor. They get all the mean girls wet, and they're yeah. like, yeah. And then some cool <laughs> skater kid's like, Eugene, you you know those guys? Yeah, cool, Eugene. <laughs> Eugene is the shit now, too. So Eugene's getting this high and mighty, you know, kind of mindset along with... um. Lester. And then we get a fun montage set this time, I think, to a Corbin Blue song. Because uh, we, we just got the Alien AJ one, too, mm-hmm, right? Before of them this. rescuing various people, like uh, a girl with braces who drooled all over oh, yes. her desk. And they, like, wipe it all. Oh, yeah, yeah. They squeegee like, the drool off of her desk. This, yeah, we do, we do, like, some some montages in our decoms, and there's another one where some guy, like, a toilet seat Oh, yeah, he had a thing. toilet seat cover on his pants? Uh, yeah. When he's a at school? What school got toilet seat covers? Pretty fancy. I think I've probably only been in places with toilet seat covers, like, I don't know, like, the airport? <laughs> I don't feel like I see them very often. <laughs> yeah, I just mostly remember the girl with braces. No. We're seeing more, like, cutting between them rescuing people and then the Bad researchers being like, oh, oh the shit getting crazy. Too. There, there always does seem to be like a negative effect, whatever they're doing. Whenever they well, go towards back in the time, end of the montage, we're seeing happens. that all three of them, Zeke, Virgil, and Charlie Tuttle, seem to be being tailed by some men in black G-men yes. looking folks. That's right. And one of the times is Charlie just, you know, what normal people do, walking down the street <laughs> with his cat. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I should say he's like, holding his cat walking like a, down the street. First, first we see Zeke in his like his scrapyard working, mm-hmm. and there's somebody up in like a cherry picker trying fixing like a a power line, but they're like binoculars, you know, spying on no, him kind like, of thing. He like holds a camera to the side, oh, okay. and he like tries to snap a photo. No, taking pictures. Yep. And then there's another one where um, like a convenience store. Virgil's yes, Virgil's shopping. There's like a guy like following him, and he's like hiding behind like posts and stuff. And then yes, and then you see uh, Charlie Tuttle. Like a blacked out van roll yeah. up behind him. And, and it's then... like stopping. So so that kind of gave me like Home Alone vibes when they're like kind of trailing Kevin and they like stop in the van, Marv. And I guess I don't remember that part of the movie. And they kind of like stop because he notices them following them. Like he'll walk and then they... So the result of all this is that the snowsuit guys are the hottest thing at school. Everybody there are both wanted posters up for them from the vice and principal. And on shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's shirts and then also just posters that say snowsuit guys rule yeah and eugene is saying that he hangs out with the snowsuit guys all the time and <laughs> but well just like no you don't and they're called the minute men <laughs> yes but but like you like uh but like lester's being like rudem and eugene's being chester. like Ru- 
Chester. I'm like, sorry. Who the fuck is Lester? Chester. <laughs> <Jester laughs> Uncle Fester. Chester <laughs> and Eugene are, are still being rude to the Minutemen, not in costume. And I kind of thought this was going to be, and this sort of happens, but not really, that Virgil was going to be like, it's so cool. Everybody loves us. So now I'm going to tell everybody that I'm one of the Minutemen. And I thought that's what he was going to go with because he was mad about like Eugene getting like a popularity boost and stuff like that. But that's not really what happens. Uh, Charlie reveals then that he actually only figured out time travel by hacking into NASA. <laughs> yeah, he's a hacker. Because that makes sense. I don't know. They kind of hand wave it. And like NASA, we learned that they uncovered some research that helped with time travel, but then it was classified or something in like the 60s. I don't know why they couldn't have just said like the Department of Defense. He's just like a, he's <laughs> like a modern day Matthew Broderick. Hackers. No, oh, like in war games? War games. Yes, the movie everybody thinks of Matthew Broderick in. <laughs> and especially when you say hackers to not mean the movie hackers. <laughs> Anyways, Stephanie gets injured. And she had just gotten a scholarship. Or she was going to do a tryout. Yes, oh, okay. That That's why I was confused. And she got, hurt like, she, got trial. she already got the scholarship, right? So she should be fine. But yeah, she's doing some cheerleading tryout because she's a cheerleader. Before this happens, she's very excited. And she's talking to Virgil because she still confides in Virgil. Like, so they keep telling us, you know, the, the, the movie's showing us that, oh, she still kind of likes Virgil while her boyfriend's, you know, maybe cheating on her during this time. Of course, Virgil wants to go back in time to rescue her. To not get injured. Charlie yeah. says, no, it's because of the stupid crush thing. And then Jeanette, the weird girl, is like, I love stupid crush things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they still end up going and they're getting chased by like school security while they're doing it. They're taking a golf cart. Zeke and... steals a golf cart, I think, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And they, they do catch her. But the result, the reason she was about to get injured is that she was in a, a human pyramid type eugene thing eugene kicks a hacky sack at her yes. <laughs> eugene <laughs> so with the cool skater guy yeah hits her with a hacky sack and virgil catches her and then what What does he say she says oh you're so hot and he says get out <laughs> get out <laughs> which and i guess is something virgil has said a lot in the rest of the movie i don't really remember it yeah but she's tipped off that she thinks she steph, knows or steph knows who the snowsuit guys are. Yeah. We're seeing really uh, set up now that the school status quo is completely out of whack. Chester is like a huge bully now. He's bullying his former bully. Yeah. The principal doesn't like that the hierarchy has changed. No. Yes, the vice <laughs> he's, principal. He's pissed. He's, he's making fun of like kids' hats. Be like, hey, you dumb dope. <laughs> it's very funny. It's like a it's, better it's version such a of good movie. the only good part of this stepsister so from good. Planet Weird was when like the stepsister from Planet Weird has like weird fashion and then oh, everybody yes. in the school Ever wants to be like her. her yeah. It's like that except it's just chest <laughs> <laughs> becoming like this gangster. <laughs> so Charlie has observed this and he's like, "Hey, we're kind of fucking everything up." We're he doesn't say butterfly effect because I don't know. They didn't want to draw a comparison to the Ashton Kutcher movie. But, like, there's so many, like, I would say homages to other movies, whether it be Back to the Future. Oh, I'll, I'll let you really call out those ones later yeah. on. Stephanie then goes to Virgil's house as he's sweeping his patio or something. Still no parents around. And she's saying, hey, you helped me, right? You saved me. You're one of the snowsuit guys. You and I bet it's Zeke and Charlie. You're always hanging out He's together. Like, no, 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 no. You no, guys no. were able to do this because you're 
psychic. But, and then but he, he says time travelers. I was hoping one of you guys would say yeah. <laughs> so, well, he, yeah. So at the same time, she says, like I said, psychic, time traveler. And she's like, what did you just say? What? What? And he's like, no, no, no. What, what you said, uh, psychic. Yeah, we're psychic. She's like, no, you said time travelers. What, what about time travelers? What is this time traveler thing? I don't know what happened because I went and got an, an Excedrin. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's a big football game happening and Derek is it's like the final play of the game he's got to sync this pass to work stuff out but as the play starts Here oh no <laughs> Chester, Chester is not quite streaking he, because he's still wearing boxers streaker though they yeah. do call uh, him a streaker Virgil makes a funny point that says oh well this all started from him being naked but now he's all cool with getting yeah. naked <laughs> yeah that is yeah. but yeah Chester Fair distraction, and then Derek he blows gets sacked, the play. He gets fumbled, fumbles the ball. The other team recovers the ball because there's only like four seconds left or something, mm-hmm. and the game is over. They lose. He's humiliated now as the quarterback. And then Derek which he and deserves, Stephanie, but we don't. We sh- we, they don't make us feel like he deserves to get you know shit on. Sure, Derek and Stephanie. Derek has learned from Stephanie that they're time travelers. So then he comes and pleads his case to. Virgil and, and I feel like once he would have known the cat would have been out of the bag. Like I could see like saying Derek got loose lips. Yes. <laughs> exactly. He also apologizes to Virgil about the first day of freshman year. But he's he like, hey man, because he's a prick. Stuff got out of hand. And Virgil's like, mm, okay, Derek. I love you. I never Derek's bad. But you know who doesn't bad. love Derek? Dirk, 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 uh, Charlie, because he's like, no, we're we fucked up too much stuff. We shouldn't time travel anymore. But Charlie gets convinced because Virgil's like, well, we're doing this to right the wrong because Chester screwed up the play because Chester's a cool guy now. We do. So they do a stylish thing here where they don't show them saving the day. They just show Jeanette staying behind while they tam- time travel, and she has a newspaper. And the and headlines they, change. And this is a, a direct homage to Back to the Future, if I've ever seen one before. Where that... And, and, they and, win and, the game, and then it says the snowsuit guys tackle the streaker. Yeah, and, and, and like in, in, in Back to the Future, when Marty's like... Marty was going to like die or not die or you know, maybe never be born. There was like a picture of like him and his family at like mm. uh, Walt Disney World. And like, like he's in the picture and like his siblings aren't or something like that. And like fading in and out kind of thing. Yep. So it's, it's 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 cool. Like it's definitely a reference. Like there's a couple other things too. And while this is happening, Virgil takes a tape that somebody had filmed of the original yes. football game. And while this newspaper changes time. immediately, I guess they justify that since the the tape is displaced Traveled in time, the yes. tape doesn't disappear even though the event didn't happen. So then they I sh- say, okay, Disney Channel. <laughs> That's pretty smart. There's not a hole there. They, Overall, they, Disney Channel does an okay job of handling a this, time travel this movie. Movie's when these movies good. can always be riddled with uh, plot holes, this, this, they've done a better I, job than Hall- Return to Halloween Town with that little bit of. <laughs> Dustin picks all the time travel movies. Yeah, right? that's right. So. Uh, but he shows the old tape to Derek and Stephanie so that he can still be like, "Hey, eh? eh? I'm He's a cool like, time oh, traveler." Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Oh." Yeah, I think Derek was kind of like, oh, so I'm not totally awesome. But, I mean, he still made the play, so. So, and, and but them going back in time, too, also meant that he didn't know they were time travelers yet. So, this was them proving to, the, to the, him that they were time travelers. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yes. Thanks. Correct. Uh, and then Virgil's cool. He gets invited to parties. He's hanging out with Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie's but no Charlie saying, Tuttle. 
I'm jealous of you that you look like you have so much fun. And then he's like, I'm jealous of you. You look like you have so much fun. And then, yeah, Charlie from across the street. uh, He's like just watching all the press. Did this happen already where um, she got the call from Derek? No, that doesn't happen. Okay. Not quite. But it's very convenient and maybe inconvenient that Charlie lives right across the street from the party house (laughs) and is looking through the window right while Virgil is dancing in front of the window. Matching the taters. Yeah. His dance moves are incredible. Yeah, but he's cool, even though he does not look cool at all here. (laughs) Charlie, I think, calls him up and he's like, "Eh, I hate you. You're popular now. Zeke's like... And then he's like, "Um, can you hold up? I got another call and this is where... Okay. Yeah. Take it away, Dustin. Yeah. What's her name, Stephanie? Yeah. She, like, interrupts the call and she's like, hey, um... Derek kind of just broke up with me, I think. Well, no, I think it was that she learned that he was oh, cheating yeah, with yeah. Jocelyn. Yeah, she like... Who yeah, Jocelyn, Derek not kissed. as cute as Stephanie. Yeah. Or Jeanette, for that matter. So then Big Verge is like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll be right Big over. Big Verge. <laughs> He'll be right over. And this is like... And then he like climbs up the... She has like some like... Yeah, I didn't love that. She's got a, a terrorist. Some like Romeo and Juliet thing. Yeah, he, he climbs like, up and here's like another fully stage sound. We haven't been mentioning all like the hundreds of fully stage noises you hear throughout this you just, movie. You can just call him Foley. I don't know what this Foley. Where, where's the stage coming? I thought it was a Foley stage. Huh? Maybe I'm an idiot. So, but yes, yeah, so maybe like all David these, Spade didn't voice the clatter. <laughs> you hear all these. Yeah, you hear just all these. Like throughout the whole movie, there's like stuff crashing and like just throughout the whole movie, and then you hear like yeah, like a big smash i whatever. mean to be fair they are also crashing into a lot yes yeah. and like that's a, obviously a directoral whenever they come out know, of the time portal they usually get stylistic choice like he's choosing to have all these crashes sounds he thinks it's funny maybe yeah it is. it's, maybe it's it not really but he talks to stephanie and he kind of he plays it well or there's there's one funny bit where he says, "Oh, I know you love pistachios. I brought some over, but I got pasta shells accidentally." <laughs> and she's like, "Did you bring sauce or something?" Yeah, marinara sauce. And he's like, oh. "And she just says, I'm kidding.' I'm kidding it was a, it was a cute Big moment. Verge. But then I don't know why does Virgil bring up? He's like, "Hey, no, you, it's probably a misunderstanding. You gotta like sort it yeah, out." Yeah, why or, is he defending this dude? And then she's like, "You're such a good friend," and I'm like, "Immediate cuck." <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why he's defending Derek. Yeah. It's very strange. I never understood that. Like, like I, my, my whole read the whole time was just Derek. Derek's just like a prick. I don't know why they're trying to make him sound like... Yeah, you know, and maybe I'm misreading some of that situation, but I think that's how it played out. The know. researchers have finally run their concerns up the, the reporting chain, and yes. they are talking to like the members of the FBI, I think. CIA, some other... There's another, another guy that shows up later on. We, and, and this is, is where we see that there's ripples happening underneath the football field. As students are walking up, right? And they're... Not quite. Okay. Derek and Virgil talk, and my... Uh, notes here say Derek probable sociopath. <laughs> he's just like, nah, man, I'm so sorry about freshman year. I Let's hate just Derek. Be best friends, and I think Virgil is setting up that they're gonna go travel back in time to make it so Stephanie doesn't learn that he cheated. But before that can happen, he's walking home and gets scooped up by the FBI. Yes, and Virgil's actually about to sell Zeke and Charlie out. 
but then he sees that Zeke and Charlie are already there, and they're and like, they sold Man, him fuck out. you, Virgil. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I would have never sold you two of those guys out. And he's like, yeah, right. And the, I don't know if it's like just a field operation for them, or if it's like an actual FBI office within the, obviously, the context of this And movie. they've got their big van. There's just a, an SUV inside of the building. <laughs> There's just like, it just looks like a warehouse. It's But like when they leave, it's uh, it's like a... It doesn't say FBI anywhere. No, it looks like a school building. I don't know. It's a church. Grand. Grand, yeah, it does say grand on the building. Very some, strange. Like, yeah, some like big hall of nothing. The grand hall. But Virgil flexes his one semester of government uh that he says, Hey, if you, you are charging us with anything, us. you can't you can't hold us here. Yeah. So they're like, Well shit. He's right, kids right. <laughs> the government were always known for following the rules, especially <laughs> the FBI. And they let him go. Uh, so yeah, they let them go and Two of the FBI agents say something like, oh, we'll be watching them or something, I think, I along those lines or whatever. But Zeke and Charlie go off in Virgil and saying, yeah, you're all fucking popular now and not hanging out with us. Fuck you. Go to your parties. And I'm like, yeah, I'm into yeah. this. Yeah. Stick it to the popular kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they call My them the popular. My angsty teen self. They, they refer to them as the populars a lot. And Zeke's like, I was better off on my own. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm solo. Even if he was alone, though, he's still getting Mac and getting those girls. Yeah, there's two girls at different points that are just totally into Zeke. They love him at any point throughout the movie. But as Jacob says, totally socially awkward, loser. <laughs> he is. He's, he's a very awkward boy. But Virgil's also kind of being a big dick to them here. Just being like, hey, fuck you guys. Whatever, man. I'm just tired of being a loser or whatever. So then Virgil's teaming up with Derek. And then Charlie learns that they have created a black hole <laughs> by doing too much time travel. So then he runs and tells the FBI with Jeanette. And he tells them, hey, we got four hours left. And fat researchers like, I didn't know there was a black hole. And I'm like, just let him be. <laughs> let him be done enough to fat researcher, man. We haven't established that there's going to be a dance, but there's a dance happening. There's a dance. The big my dance. notes here say the dance occurs. Jacob comes. So explain why you're so excited about this dance, Jacob. So like we, we've had references, like I said before, with like the newspaper changing. You know, that was like a Back to the Future reference, you know, some homage there. But like this was a big, big one. And Back to the Future, there's like a under the sea kind of ball thing. And it's like almost laid out exactly like it. But like this one's called like a something in Rock time. Rock around the clock. Rock around the clock. So it's like, you know, <gasps> time references. Time! And, and, but, They're but, traveling through time! But like also like just just like the like the outfits and stuff. It's like set in like the same. 60s. And yeah. Like, like, or the 50s. It's, which it's the same kind of like era outfits. he goes back to and back to the future. Yeah. So I, it's just really cool. Like the, I mean, that's, to me, that's so obviously Jake, I was saying this movie's better than Back to the Future. <laughs> I, I might have said that. I, I really like this film. We get a nice moment where, well, first Virgil and Derek are like, yeah, we're going to go back in time, but let's just see who's king and queen first. And it's like, they don't even they just say who's going to be king and queen of the dance because this isn't prom. This isn't homecoming. This is a school spirit thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's so like nonchalant being like, we don't see anybody voting. No. This, it, we hadn't even know this dance was going to happen until the and, scene and, and, started. And, and, and that's kind of the strange thing about it. Because like, like normally like, like, it ends up being kind of the big game, you know? Or, uh, no, I, there's no the, big game. The, the, the black hole, I guess, would be the big game. There doesn't always need to be a big game. I think well, the black the hole football is... Game, wasn't the dance after the football game? Oh. Like that day? 
We have to assume sometimes otherwise, it gets confusing when okay. they go back and forth too. Yeah, a lot of does. stuff at least has to happen within 24 hours of yeah. each other because of the time travel mechanic where they can only go a day back in time. Because you had pointed out, like, why are they playing football in the day? Yeah, yeah, it was like really early. Like, like I mean, at least for us in high school, like you'd always well, you have. Know, it was a nice summer football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of strange some of the time. So. so Derek thinks him and, I don't know, Jocelyn or Stephanie is going to get crowned, but it's actually Virgil and Stephanie. But then Virgil says that he cheated. He stuffed the, the ballot box. Even though but it's a little did, like, he... maybe he did, but I'm pretty sure he did. Because he's like, no, I actually did, but maybe he's still lying, but like, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. And Stephanie is kind of taken aback, too. Yeah, she's well, kind of like, like upset I, about I only stuffed the box for you. And then he was like, nobody would vote for me, would they? And he's like, ah, oh, shit, like, I guess I got to go back in time and not tell you about this. Yeah. Then she was like, I- I'd vote for you. I'd vote for you. So this is, again, they're establishing these two are, should be lovers. It should be making sweet love. And then there's a funny bit where Virgil and Derek leave to go time travel. But everybody thinks they're going to go fight. fight. <laughs> so there's this big crowd following them. People are like, fight! Fight. That, pretty, that doesn't really that pay off good. No, it doesn't. that, but it like, was, I don't even know where those people end up. It was at. a funny uh, premise. Yeah, that was, that was good. But then Charlie shows up. He tells Virgil about the black Charlie, hole. Char- Charlie, Charlie. Tuttle. Tuttle, thank you. Thank Charlie you. Day, the voice oh. of Luigi. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and then this is where the the football field, like in Dark Knight Rises, just starts to be sucked <laughs> down. <laughs> and everybody's just standing around being like, oh, shit, check this out. This is crazy. <laughs> Like slowly backing up as the yeah, it's bigger. like they're literally standing like inches away from this <laughs> fucking black hole. Like they yeah. could fall in any minute. So but then like, oh, the FBI's there with uh, Charlie. Back, back. They're doing back. all sorts of computer stuff, and there's for, like fifty of them though down in the like little basement thing. Yeah, and then for reasons, Set up shop. Uh, the minute they start men, doing a flash mob dance. No, not yet. <laughs> but the Minutemen, they have to go within. The black hole. Yes, and they have, to, they have to jump down from the top mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. They're already by the time travel machine. But no, we can't have them go in right now because we have to have them walk through the hall while everybody loses their mind. Yeah, it's like cool. an epic send off. Yeah, too. they're all chanting Minutemen. There's they girls swooning. Yeah, they do yeah. get kisses. Couple yeah, of there's all the Charlie love interests Tuttle come gets up. A little smooth. Charlie kisses Danette, and the two girls Mac they on come Zeke. up to Zeke, and then Z- Virgil talks to his sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, but, but then Virgil also talks to. Stephanie, um, Stephanie, but then he doesn't say anything no. or kiss her because he's a total cuck boy. Well, we think there's going to be a kiss. It's set. It's definitely setting up that there's going to be a kiss, but then Derek comes up and because he's still the like, no, nah, I'm going to fix this for my Derek, dog. Derek, Derek ruins the moment. Otherwise, there would have been a kiss. He calls Derek like D Rock or yeah, D Dog or something. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, like, no, please, never like again. That. They jump through the hole and they show up in a park. And for a second, Jacob, what did you think was happening? So I thought they went so far back in time that they were like little kids. Because like, that's what we saw. Like It was like... The kid just... kind of looked like little it Charlie. It, it, 100%. Like the same hair and everything. It looked like him. And so they're on like this playground with all these little kids. And like like they didn't really understand, I don't think, where they were until he looked at... um A newspaper from the, yes. on the bench. He's, He's like, this newspaper. is the first day of freshman year. Yeah. It's the the pivotal day of this movie. Why yeah. did the black hole send them back to this perfect point when it's only done a day each other time? Who knows? Because that's when he started. Yes, they actually the, do set yes. that up. That yes. whatever his super powered golf cart Charlie had at that point somehow tied it to this point. Correct. It's it's tenuous. Uh, but I love it. But Charlie's got some kind of computer thing. He taps around on it. He's like, okay, it's done. The black hole will be fixed. Uh, 
Virgil wants to go to the high school to fix things. So there's this whole mad chase there. And then Charlie gives a very impassioned speech to Virgil because if Virgil writes what happened, then him and Charlie wouldn't be hanging on the statue, which means they probably wouldn't be friends at this point. So that there was some good that came out of that bad. But Virgil's like, eh, I'm so horny, though. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Like, like, that's but even then, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what would have happened then. Uh, but basically, he can't fix it because we see Charlie or Virgil and Charlie getting dragged off. And then yeah. Derek pops up. You're seeing like, hey, guys, stop doing that and start doing this by putting lipstick on them. And Virgil's like, oh, man, he was a dick the whole time. <laughs> he was. I, that's what through. I was saying. I knew he was always bad. He was always evil. He's the villain of this movie. That's true. He's the real black hole. <laughs> oh, my. So it's a nice moment. Uh, but even then, Charlie and Zeke kind of leave Virgil behind. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be like, oh, maybe he won't make the right choice. But again, I don't know what he can really fix at that point because everything's already happened. That's true. Uh, there's something where Charlie and Zeke are like, oh, no, the black hole's gone into overdrive. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's going to close in one minute. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. so they're rushing there. Oh, we're not going to make it. We got a mile to go to get to it. <laughs> Virgil pops up with the superpower cart. golf cart, yes. which they take. Does not actually seem to go very fast. No, but Zeke <laughs> does have his, his grappling hook. Grappling hook. Yeah, we haven't brought up, but he brought a grappling hook once and then they were like, oh, that's stupid. And then he always brought it. I think it would have been funnier if they really hit home more how much he wanted to use the grappling hook. So it felt more like a a satisfying payoff. Finally. But also the way they use it is he throws it onto a telephone pole or something. In the middle of a roundabout. That just helps them turn around because they were going (laughs) the wrong way. Yes. (laughs) Which I thought he was going to use it to like get into the black hole. But so wasn't the most satisfying payoff. Could have been better. And the the rest of the time, it's oh they're running around cars, they're crashing through a farmer's market. So a lot of chaotic shit. Same crash scene kind of callback from when when it was riding through the the football field, I guess, or Mm -hmm. you know, the the first scene in the movie. But yeah, they get there, they drive the cart through the hole, and movie's over. They make it through the other side. Yeah, and it's like, huh. What day is it now? He says, boy, you there. What day is it? What's <laughs> up? It's Christmas Day. <laughs> Actually, no, it's gym class day. Yes. Yeah, so what day was it? Was that the first day? That... It was the first day they traveled back in time. Okay. They learned that. Before everything happened. But they're in their suits now. And like the vice principal sees them and like, you know, like, well, so this is like. Oh, this... yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the That's vice... when the principal's like, oh, weird fashion choice. Yeah. So, so, so this is when we realize, okay, this is before everything because otherwise the principal would have reacted because he was trying mm-hmm. to get the get them at one point so like here we know it's before all the time travel stuff ever happened yep and then we get some really satisfying payoff they go into the library uh virgil says hey derek have fun jocelyn s- having sex jocelyn. yeah he's like what's that lips. supposed to mean those loose lips he says you guys both like lipstick I yeah bet. so <laughs> he knows and derek knows he knows yeah then he's able to go and say, like, hey, Stephanie, how's it going? But first, Charlie meets up with Jeanette, who is like, hey, kookaburra or whatever. Yeah. And then Charlie starts kissing her. kisses her without permission. Sexual yeah. assault. And they sorry. had kissed at one point, but that she had happened the in this timeline she did. now. She did the kiss. So now Charlie him. is like, 
very forward and he's like oh no and she, she's it, like that's harassment y'all but you're gonna be canceled she, she seems like, kind of like like when it happens she seems crazy. taken aback yep. but then like she starts walking away and we see her little her, her <laughs> little they grin all want it, am she's I right oh, oh, just, that's want a joke <laughs> oh no me too <laughs> Jacob is saying he walks. <laughs> not, he's not. <laughs> Andy, moving on, moving on. It ends with Stephanie and Virgil. She's like, hey, why are you wearing that thing? And he's like, I love you. I don't <laughs> Something happens. The end. Uh, but know. as they're walking off, Charlie is being held back by Zeke, being like, no, I got the greatest idea. What's better than time travel? Teleportation. <laughs> Jacob Telejohn, tell you all about it. <laughs> teleportation? He's done it before. I have done I think it. we've talked about Jacob's... Uh, does teleportation, can that be viewed anywhere? Probably. I'll find it and uh, Dustin can tweet it out then. <laughs> there we go. Sure, yeah. Uh, but but we, we can't leave Zeke hanging because Zeke still gets the Oh, girls. yeah, Zeke's girls. I don't know what the timeline was for when they started liking him, but yeah. I think it was maybe at the burger restaurant or I don't know, but they like him, so... Everybody, everybody gets a girl. Everybody gets the timeline is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even Derek kind of gets the girl. He does. Uh, we didn't get into twitches too, but they're not quite bloops. But then, as yeah, we get like a flash mob thing. That was fun. Super stage, but it's a it's a fun little segment. At well, the end. All the FBI people and that Dustin had already gone to the bathroom. We're like, no, Dustin, come you gotta back. Gotta see this. No. You're missing it. You're missing I was everything for, for so long. I had uh. to. Hey, man, you shouldn't feel any pressure about not going to the bathroom during movies. I do it all the time. I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, my. I didn't feel like I wanted to miss much of this movie because I thought it was pretty good. I like that movie a lot. I like the the premise. I like them rescuing the people from very silly high school stuff. So you got you got your high school thing, and I kind of got my my you know magical you know kind of kind of thing with it. You know, time travels kind of magical thing. Got my Nicholas Braun thing. The thing I didn't like about this movie, but I knew what they were going for at least, is there's lots of banter between the three guys and lots of like jokey stuff. There are and most a lot of the time sucks. There are like a lot of throwaway lines, but some of them are good. Some Lots of, of it hit. maybe could have been better if like the performances were better, yeah. mostly from Charlie Tuttle. Charlie uh, Tuttle. But I, I still knew what they were going for, and in my mind, I can envision like a better executed version of that that I would like a lot. So I don't got too many complaints about this movie. Dustin, what do you feel? Oh, uh, it was it was very entertaining. I like I said I. Held my bladder through the whole movie, yeah. so I wouldn't pee my pants. And it and paid off. You got a great... ninety minutes. Dustin's <laughs> bladder is huge. <laughs> yeah. No, but from the ones that I've watched so far, it was probably the best one. Yeah, yeah. I'd say probably but there this, aren't really many holes between this and like Eddie's it. Million Dollar Cookoff for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff is pretty highly rated overall for me. So this this might get it. In. This might be like top five cat. Wow. Caliber or something. Jeez. Real question is, though, would Zeke, Charlie Tuttle, and could they stop 9-11? Virgil? Easily. Virgil. 9-11? Like, I, that was actually, I had already come in prepared to be like, shit, time travel movie? Why didn't they stop 9-11? Exactly. Uh, but, you know, obviously they could only go back a day, except for true. when it allows them to go back three years. <laughs> the black hole, yes. But yeah, she, they could at least like kill Hitler, but yeah. do something but worthwhile. So, so basically created the new Hitler in Chester, the gangster. <laughs> right. So each of them stops one of the planes, right? Well, that's if you think there was 
three point. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, clearly the Minutemen, their morals are in the right place they, they with the, the tools of a more well calibered or calibrated machine. Which hey, sequel. Minutemen stop 9-11. You, you know the one hole that kind of upsets me? We never got to see uh, the black hole? Lester again. Or Chester again. We never saw Lester at all. He it's wasn't Chester. in the movie. <laughs> we, we never got to see what happened to Chester in this new, new I, I think he probably walked by or something oh, okay. Maybe in that segment show. and was still a nerd at okay. the end. And that's good. That's what we... Status quo. That's like the, the vice principal yeah, yeah. wants. Everything is... Stick to the status quo. For all Zach the people Efron who were really said. getting it stuck to them, they're still getting stuck to them. But all our main characters, they got girls now. So is, it's good for them. Everything is good. But yes, of course, uh, that was our segment. Never remember. Minutemen, they have to. They need to yeah. stop 9-11. Good things. But then what would have been the negative, you know, what would have happened negatively because of it? We'll uh, never know. I don't know. John Kerry becomes president. <laughs> <laughs> Unanswerable question. I don't know if that would be negative. Uh, but yes, write us in at a whole new pod at gmail.com. What else could the Minutemen have solved? They, hey, one well, day. Kanye, don't go out there and interrupt Taylor Swift, right? Now. Do you, <laughs> do you have a personal story you like to share that the Minutemen could have saved for you? Saved for yeah. You? How could they have helped? You? Oh, yeah. I thought you were, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were speaking <laughs> no. very pointedly. Like, isn't there something you want to talk about? Like, <laughs> that you wish the Minutemen? That, that's actually good. Cause I'm sure. I can't think of anything specifically in this moment, but I'm sure everybody, you know, when you're in the shower or late at night, you have those moments of just some flash of something in your past of something really stupid you did. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's still sticking with me 15 yeah. years later oh, or whatever. That sounds like a lot. And of you want the Minutemen to just have shown up to <laughs> shove you out of the way oh, or something. Yeah. Uh, Good question. No, my life's perfect. No regrets at all. Wow. No <laughs> make a regrets. podcast with Jacob Television. Hell yeah. <laughs> Best decision of your life. But that email, again, is a whole new pod at gmail.com. Check out that Twitter. Check out the Twitter, Check Dustin. Check out the Twitter, A-W-N pod. At Twitter. <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> Twitter.com. And uh, YouTube.com slash a whole new pod, where we've actually gotten a couple of oh. comments. Oh. We got one from Adele, who we haven't heard from oh. recently for Hell the High School Musical 2 episode, which I think I must have. Well, I'll just read the comment. Uh, Yo quiero mirar toda la película, which I assume is some kind of form of Spanish of why didn't you upload the whole movie? Because <laughs> I made a joke about us only getting comments of not English speakers being like this. This is a jumping ship, which brings me to the second comment where I got a comment from music lover KB oh. for our jumping ship video. I'm not far into this review, but I disagree that Michael's character development is completely gone. He may still be lazy and unambitious, but this time around, he is a lot more caring and attentive towards Tommy. He really did go out of his way to make sure he and Tommy had a good time. He just made the wrong reservation. Well, music lover KB, that video came out, hmm, when was that uploaded? Uh, May 11th, 2020, so almost two years ago. I don't remember shit about Championship. Uh, I just kind of scrubbed through it. I think you're wrong, though. I do think, if you're listening to this, you went back to being a rich snobby kid again. But then he also says, I also disagree with you. All three of Lawrence brothers are really good actors. Oh, man. That's so, a hot take. If you do believe that, I would say check out the movie Money Plane. Money <laughs> Starring Plane. all three? Uh, no, just two of them, I think. Oh. And directed by Andrew. Okay. So Lawrence Brother Mania. Still running strong in yeah. 2022. That's right. <laughs> and 
Also, I don't know if I ran off the others, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. If you check out the, the Twitter, I have the links to all of them pinned to the top of the profile. Yes. You just all bring them up, hit place simultaneously on all Follow, of them. Follow, subscribe, perfect leave double the reviews. <laughs> get, get a harmony going of like yeah. six things Ooh. playing at once. Six Lucases all at once. Yeah, it's almost like some of the episodes where there's just a random echo that pops up all the time. But this time, <laughs> you're the one causing the echo. <laughs> And with that, uh, I don't know. You got anything to go out on? Um, I don't know the usual. Fuck Sam Blazing. Well, jeez, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> oh, what? Time portal. Oh, no, Sam. Don't. Ah! <laughs>